self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing. We are Conversation Con Artists. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am Kalami Red. And we are Conversation Con Artists, back for another wonderful, fantastic episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And on TikTok at Eddie B. Talking. And I can be found at red underscore calamity on Instagram. We are still doing the listen letter portion of the show. So if you have a question, comment, Reddit letter, whatever that you would like for us to read on the show, you could send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com or hit us up on any of those aforementioned social media. Um, and we have some letters today. We definitely have some letters. We have letters from angel and we have letters from michael a letter from michael oh let me so. say we missed last week because i was sick not because we were celebrating that bitch ass holiday so please do not think that we gave a fuck about the fourth of july i was okay. sick okay let's talk about celebrating the fourth of july because i was in a conversation about this they said should black people celebrate the fourth of july what is your answer should black people celebrate the fourth of july yes i mean i guess this depends on how technical you want to be i'm in celebration of any day that gets me off of work regardless of what the meaning behind it is but i guess technically because at the time that they're celebrating we weren't free that's why you have juneteenth so i mean i guess technically no but i I don't know why you would i don't care (laughs) but see this is the thing how do we define celebration? You know what I'm saying? Like, if I cook ribs before it's July 4th, do I have to do it with hate in my heart for America? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I pop five words, do I have to say, America, kiss my ass, and then let it go? Like, and what if I am a person who don't celebrate none of that and I'm like, no, if you do anything, that's a celebration. But you look out your window and a firework just go off. Did you celebrate it now? <laughs> you know See, I don't like, people policing other folks' shit, like, because we don't i don't think we've ever celebrated it the way that white people do because i don't think that we've ever looked at america the way the white people do white people be having american flags hanging from their fucking houses i can count on one hand probably the number of black homes that i've gone to that had a fucking american flag hanging from the house white people do that shit all the time white people are obsessed with america they think it's just the greatest fucking thing i don't think black people look at america in the same way in general so I don't think anybody's ever been really celebrating the 4th of July and freedom and because it nobody gives a fuck. I think black people just like being off and black people like ribs and you can get both of those on that day and ribs at a discount mm-hmm. <laughs> during the holiday. Like, I don't think any black person really gives a actual fuck, though. Like, right. I don't think anybody's like America's the great. I don't think it's, it's never that. Like, I don't think that's how black people look at America any other day of the year. Look, I bought five bags of shrimp because they were having a July 4th sale. It was buy two, get three free. Am I supposed to feel a way because I like I feel like I'm capitalizing on the day and not celebrating the holiday. Right. Like I never with July 4th. I've never thought let's salute America. Yeah, No, never. America. No. Let's give America props. Let's pour some of this beer out for our lost soldiers. No. I don't think, like I said, I don't think that black people in general look at America the way the white people do. Because like I said, even in my neighborhood, right? 
the neighborhood that I'm living in now, you can tell what houses are white because the white people houses have American flags hanging out from they do they they hang fucking on a flag outside like and no other country does that no other country you can go to has their like symbols all over the place like people gonna forget where the fuck they at i have never understood america's obsession with these little symbols and emblems and all of that shit i never understood that but it's illegal to handle flags in a lot of the ways that americans handle flags it is like it's there illegal to wear specific- flags. It's illegal yeah. to have yeah. bandanas. So any memorabilia is illegal to have that. The yeah. flag can't touch the ground. When you put yeah. it up, you gotta fold it a certain type of way. And you if it does, aren't you supposed to burn it? There's so many things. Yeah, like America. Yes, it's supposed to be something happened to it. But you know, me and me and my um friend when I was growing up, his name was Charlie. We used to put the American flag up in junior high every morning. I mean, we we dropped that shit several times. But we had to fold it a certain type of way. Yeah, it has to be uh, that little triangle. Mm-hmm. We yeah. we put uh we uh we hung it upside down once. They was laughing, boy. They they said uh they called me to the office, called him to the office, and they said we must be at war. You know old people jokes. We must yeah. be at war. I ain't know what the hell it meant. <laughs> they were laughing like, shut the fuck up. Anyway. But yeah, white people like their view of America is just different every day of the year, not just on July the fourth. Because, like I said, in the, even in the neighborhood, and I love you know everybody here is nice, but like I can when I'm walking through the neighborhood without even seeing who lives in the house, I know where the white people houses are because they got the flags. Black people don't do that shit because we don't give a fuck. I'm <laughs> like, um, I'm going to capitalize on the days and. That's just what it's going to be. Thanksgiving, too, even though. And you know what I read about Thanksgiving is that the way that the natives celebrated thanks, that's how they did. Like, that was a day that they did that thing. It's just the last one was when the pilgrims fucked the shit up. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't like that wasn't a thing for them. You know what I'm saying? It was already a a hard. So amongst the native community, some of them take on the ideology that that day is now a representation of problems and the massacre, so we don't celebrate it. And the other ideology in the Native community is that was a long-standing day that we already celebrated. We're not going to let that mess it up. So, I don't know. I guess it depends on the Native community that you ask, but I'm eating some turkey. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. I wonder what I wonder what who bought what to the party. Like, I don't want to eat nothing that the pilgrims bought. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. only want to eat what the natives bought. So did the natives bring the turkey, or did the pilgrims bring the turkey? I need the to do some research. Turkeys were native to here, maybe. So maybe the natives brought the turkey. Like maybe they already like turkey like that. I don't even know why I keep saying turkey. Like I get like one little piece of turkey, and then the rest I eat whatever other meats available. Man, I bet the, I bet the pilgrims brought ham. Them damn savages. <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat ham. I, I just eat turkey if, if that's what's going to be the case. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for entertaining that little dialogue. <laughs> uh, but let's get to these letters. Okay. Angel. Hey, con artist. Dirty talk should be a natural thing. Mr. On Point, do you compliment the women you're with? You can simply express your thoughts. If you look at women and think, uh, if you look at a woman and think she's beautiful, you should tell, tell her this while having sex. You are so beautiful. I love your body. It feels so good. It doesn't have to be raunchy. I usually describe what's happening to me. 
say what I want or how I feel. If I'm watching my partner lotion his body and my mouth starts to water, I may drop to my knees and tell him before I take him in my mouth. Damn, babe, your dick is making my mouth so wet. I have to taste you. You better believe that shit will spring up right before I devour it. Real simple and a major turn on. Don't overthink it. I was listening to another podcast and this woman had a question about dating in a friend group. She was casually dating a guy for five years that she has a mutual friend with. They weren't exclusive, but it was starting to get more serious toward the end. Year five, she found out he has a girlfriend that he lives with. When she told one of the friends about this, she found out that she was the only one that didn't know. She was okay with him casually dating other people. He wants to keep seeing her, but he broke it off because she doesn't want to be involved with someone who's in a serious relationship. She wants to know if she's wrong for being upset with the friend group for not telling her. How would y'all handle something like this if you were in the friend group? Were they wrong for not telling her? Later, Angel. Did they know that they were dating? It sounds yeah, it like sounds like the friend group knew. It sounds like they had to have been in a friend and they had to know about it because they knew about him. Well, they them knowing about him having a girlfriend don't mean they know that him him and this chick is like seeing each other outside of the group. Like they could have just been. I mean, I guess for the sake of the question, the assumption has to be that the friend group knew. Otherwise, you're saying that the friend group happened to know the dude and knew that, and then hmm, I, I do it do make a difference. Did yeah, they it, all it, did it, they it, all know this guy within this five years and knew that he had a girlfriend and thought that they friend like was okay with it, or did the group friend group not know this guy at first, learned about him through her, and then found out somehow that he had a girlfriend? So it makes a difference. I don't know. Um, you know, dating within friend groups. This is the problem. <laughs> this is one of the issues because when shit go left, people feel like they gotta pick sides and like people be mad. You didn't. Oh, tell. they were mutual friends. So somebody, somebody knew that the guy had a. Uh, somebody in the friend group knew that the guy had a girlfriend. But like, did they know that she didn't know? That that's the question. question. Like maybe they thought she knew and was just like cool with being the side chick because there are women who do that shit and be fine with it. Well, she apparently from her vantage point, that's not the case. Well, no, she wasn't okay. But I'm saying, did they know that? Did they knowingly keep this from her for him? Like boy code, we ain't gonna tell her. Like we know you got this going on, but we ain't gonna tell her kind of shit. Or they knew thought she knew and just thought she was cool with it. And so you wouldn't say anything. Like, if you think somebody knows something that you know, you're not going to have a conversation about it. Like, oh, she knows and she cool with it. Good for them. What would you want? Would your, I, your friend group to tell you? Hell yeah. I feel like y'all would know to tell me. Because y'all know I ain't going to be cool with no shit. Like, I feel like y'all know me well enough to know I'm not ever going to be cool with being the side chick. So, like, you, if you know a nigga that I'm fucking with is fucking with somebody else, tell me that shit. Because I, there's no way on God's green earth that anybody would ever think that I would be like, oh, yeah, I know he got a girl. It's cool. No. Nope. Nobody. I feel like at some point her language would have indicated. No, because she's okay with him dating casual people, just not yeah. in a serious relationship. It would be really hard for a friend group in this case to know exactly where she is with this because telling the friend group yeah i'm okay with him casually dating other people they might might not discern serious girlfriend versus casual dating you know so they might only issue is that he it was a serious woman he's living with and he didn't tell her not that necessarily he was dating other people so yeah that's a very nuanced (laughs) 
piece of that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I feel like anybody that knows me, no, I wouldn't be okay with this shit and would be like, hey, Red, I think, you know, the nigga so got I, her. <laughs> for me, for me, my friend group, well, first, I would know. I mean, I feel like I would know. I feel like if I was dating somebody and was open to them dating other people, I would have asked them if they had what else they got going on. You know what I'm saying? If we date openly and whatnot. So what else you got going on? Maybe he didn't tell. Maybe he was. I mean, now if if that's uh, if that's the case, mm-hmm. if he didn't, if she didn't tell me the truth, and then the friend group was like, you know, she been staying with this dude for like three years. See, now I got a problem, but not with the friend group. I got a problem with her because she didn't tell me the truth. Yeah. Now, if let's say I didn't ask none of those questions and the friend group knew this. I wouldn't be mad at them. I wouldn't be mad at the friend group. No, me personally. But I, I understand somebody who would be. So I understand her being upset, especially on the on the beginning. But she has to communicate to her friends like what her expectations of the situation was and what was going on. So I don't think the friend group did anything wrong. I just think that they didn't have a, a clear enough com- conversation about expectations and Oh, and what she was looking for in a relationship and what would have made the relationship go bad for her. But like five years? Yeah, dang. How you I, every time I hear these kind of stories, I'm like, these niggas, how do you keep that? Like, how do you maneuver that? Because in five years, I'm gonna have come to your house. She wasn't that like I don't I every time I hear <laughs> situations where people got like whole living people and like they dating people and they don't know i'm like how did you not know that for that long like i'm coming to your house at some point for this specific reason (laughs) to make sure you live alone like you're saying that you do like i don't every time i hear these kind of stories i'm just like how the fuck does that happen how does that how do you miss that for five years like I don't know. It, um, I'm confused. You can't come to my house. It's uh, it's work being done on it. For five years? Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like an interstate project. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. They, they still working on that shit? Like, oh, oh, Angel, the answer is no. I really, really don't compliment the woman that I'm with. Uh, it's a problem. <laughs> it's something that I need to work on. Um, and because of that, because I read about complimenting things you like about them during, you know, sexual activity, but because I don't say it outside of sexual activity, I feel like women will think that I'm only valuing them in that way because of having sex. It's weird, but it's something that I've been working on in my head. Like, I do not, I don't compliment, like, nobody on their physical anything. I only compliment people on their skill set. Something that, you know, like, something inherent that they do, not something like that they, uh, I don't know, it's weird. So, I don't have a problem complimenting people, but it's, like, on skills, but as far as how people look, I just, I don't, I don't do that for some reason. It's hard. Um, But, yeah. Something I, I've lately been trying to figure out how to do better. That's letter one. 
letter two from Angel. I didn't realize that I never listened to the last 10 minutes of last week's podcast. I just finished it and heard you mention Tank. He has a new podcast. I provided the YouTube link below. Enjoy. Oh, yeah. I'm going to start listening to Tank podcast because Tank, I was telling you last week, Tank, I just like how he tells stories. He's still got some interesting stories. He seemed to be a genuinely nice guy. Everybody like him. He's a comedian. He's funny. You know, he is. He seems to be. He's gonna be. He's gonna seem to be interesting. Yeah. R and B Money Podcast. I hate that it said that. I hate that's the name of it. R and B Money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Thought I had somebody help him with that title, but all right. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Now we got Michael. Okay. I don't know how long it is. Oh, yeah, very long. He laid out the uh, parliamentary thing. This has been explained to us what happened with, with their uh, government. Okay, hi, guys. As I'm writing this, oh, wait, 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 hold on. The name of the letter. Maybe too meaty a mail for the podcast. Maybe a primer for if it comes up. Um... We weren't really going to talk about Boris Johnson today, but you're going to clear the air for us. Hi, guys. As I'm writing this, the UK still has a prime minister named Boris Johnson. I say this as by the time you read it, this very well may be that it does not have one at all, or at the very least has no longer got the same bumbling, wobble-cheeked chuckle fuck that it literally currently does. He didn't put literally. That it currently does. Not sure if this would be worth a read out loud on the podcast, but I read a nice summary of the ongoing compound fuckeries that have led to this point and thought I would pass it on just in case you were wondering or as a primer or just as an interesting comparison after the years of Trump you've had to endure. It was via a series of tweets originally and full of British references, so I've summarized below and credentialed the original writer. The background is that a member of parliament named Chris Pincher worked for our conservative party who are also known as the Tories. <laughs> the, the, the words they be using was Pincher was promoted by our prime minister, aka PM, over the years and was working as a whip. A whip is a highly paid senior disciplinary focus role, disciplinary focus role aimed at keeping your party's um MPs in line. Did he mean PM, prime minister? Oh, member of the parliament. Okay both in line with the party policies and in line with behavioral standards. At Russ and Cheshire, um, this is the tweet. It's only a couple of days since I did the the week in Tory, and here I am again because, oh, hell, you already know why. Anyway, here we go, you lucky bastards. Now, this is a breakdown of everything that happened. It's long, but, man, it's interesting in terms of what's going on in their, in their government. So I'm going to read all of it, okay? Number one, Chris Pincher was accused of groping two men after getting indescribably pissed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was not expecting the groping. I knew about the groping. I I just assumed that it was women he was groping, but he was groping men. Okay. I just. <laughs> so off the bat. <laughs> wasn't expecting that part, but okay, you know. Number Equal two. opportunity groper. I'm right. Catch it. Number two, Pincher resigned, but Boris Johnson, the Randy Yeti, who is still at the time of writing our prime minister, didn't withdraw the whip from him. A, Pincher has already had to resign as whip in 2019 for groping people. 
B and faced investigations into groping people in 2017 too, where his accuser said he invited him to his flat, gave him a net rub, then randomly changed into a bathrobe like a dollar store Harvey Weinstein. C. In fact, Pinter's behavior was so well known, government minders had been specifically appointed to keep an eye on him, even though his actual job was literally um, member of parliamentary welfare. <laughs> Much of a dickhole do you have to be to like, he didn't give a fuck. Like, he was like, I'm going to grope these men and y'all aren't going to do shit about it. <laughs> Just continued. And then. <laughs> and still got a job. But still got, but but that's what I mean. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Three. Despite years of warnings, in February, Boris Johnson appointed Pinter as a whip for a second time. Four. Johnson claimed that HR law meant he was unable to not give Pinter a job. A. No such law exists. Obvious. And also, what the sparing yellow tartan fuck. Five. The PM spokesperson refused to deny Johnson had referred to Pinter as Pinter by name, Pinter by nature, before giving him the job. A Tory backbencher, a member of parliament who doesn't have their own government office, said he'd been groped by Pinter twice in the last eight months alone and nothing was done about it. This man came into the world to grope. <laughs> like, this was his How is duty. nobody whooping his ass, though? Like, he is he picking his victims, like... Like, he's right under the prime minister. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck if it- I mean, these niggas ain't Terry Crews. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, I mean, I know. They do just need this paycheck. You know what? It's so funny to hear this because this is usually like a man doing this to women. This is usually like some Clarence Thomas level shit here in the U.S. It is just amazing. <laughs> to hear. Like all these men are saying he touched us inappropriately. <laughs> Wow. It's probably so many more that ain't even willing to talk. All right. A, the prime minister then accepted Pinter's regi- resignation, seen as similar to a recent incident where he's accepted a government spokesperson, Allegra Stratton's resignation over a recent where he'd attended parties during lockdown. The PM spokesperson then said the PM wasn't aware of the allegations, just like he did over the parties. The PM then said he considers the matter closed, just like he did over the parties. He then said he wasn't aware of any scandal, just like he did over the parties. Then he said he wasn't aware of any specific scandal, just like he did over the parties. Then he said he wasn't aware of any serious specific scandal, just like he did over the parties. <laughs> then he said he was aware of rumors of scandals, but only unproven ones, just like he did over the parties. Then he finally admitted he knew all about it and was actively involved, just like he did all over the parties. Seven, Johnson, also as the star of last week's best sex scandal, added that he denied Connor Burns had walked in on him getting a blowjob while in the office. A, just like Johnson denied all the parties. Damn. That ain't an impeachable offense. <laughs> like in America. Wow. That's impeachable. <laughs> Seven. Jun- okay. Eight. Neil Parrish, tractor wanking star of last month's best sex scandal, said Pinter should lose his seat. Multiple ministers reported uh, reportedly refused to defend Johnson because they finally become sick of their place in the stitched up crawling human centipede through which the prime minister's endless theme stream of thick, lustrous bullshit has to pass before it reaches the public. The, look, British motherfuckers are A plus at talking shit, boy. It's in their language, man. But like, I don't even want them to. 
use our language on me, that shit will hurt. <laughs> In the absence of the fall guys or basic sense, Johnson chose to admit he'd known all about Pincher, but had to balance sexual assaults against Pincher's skills as the whip responsible for minimizing scandals. A, is it too early to mark this skill down as a failure? Johnson then went back to saying he hadn't known anything then that he had, but also forgot about the earlier Pincher scandals. Senior aide said the prime minister had been given a first-hand account of sexual assaults by Pincher just days before he was appointed in February. So this man, this man got the job and came to the job and then said, listen, I'm going to tell you the truth. I've been groping on motherfuckers <laughs> for the last five, six years at least. I've really been doing it my whole life. But I'm going to tell you right now, I've been doing this shit for five years straight up. I can name some of them in the parliament right now. Do you still wow. want to give me a job? <laughs> the balls on Pinter. Like, the <laughs> balls of just being like, I did this shit. And <laughs> she going to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'd grope your ass if I feel like it. You, you don't know. You don't know till it happens. <laughs> wow. I feel like I feel like for me this is problematic because I'm laughing at these men's assaults. <laughs> I mean, though, no, we're not laughing at the assaults. It's the audacity of the assaulter and just how much he was able to get away with. It's fucking terrible that he was assaulting these mm -hmm. men, but my God, like You're nobody right. did shit. Like <laughs> the fuck. You're right. Wow. Um Johnson then went went back. Wait, no. So number 10 Downing Street, uh, UK government building, denied that they had lied all the dozens of times. They definitely lied because at the time that was the prime minister's view. <laughs> this means Downing Street's official definition of truth is now whatever the prime minister's scattered wits can recollect at the time. Some ministers were struggling to keep up with this, including those these two tools. Rubik's gottscheit Dominic Rabb over the last 15 seconds asserted he wasn't aware of Pinch's behavior but also that he pulled Pincher to one side because of the groping. Cigar-chomping Uncle Fester impersonator um, Therese Coffey said she definitely knew the prime minister was unaware of the scandal because she hadn't asked him. Oh, no, they refer... Okay, I just called... She... It's, it's a woman, Uncle yeah, Fester. that's... Oh, I don't want to know what she looks like. If that's I the do. I do. Christ. Ooh. Uncle Fester? Oh, oh, this is so fucked up. Oh, damn. Oh, they did her so wrong. Or maybe they did Uncle Fester wrong. Oh. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, <laughs> I will share my screen with you, but it'd be easier for you to look up. What's her name? Therese, T-H-E-R-E-S-E, -E, Coffee, C-O-F-F-E-Y. Oh, they're not wrong. At all. I mean, they're and not. And they got pictures of her smoking cigars. See, this is the shit I be telling. That's, that's what I be talking about with these British motherfuckers. These they're British roasts. Damn. These motherfuckers be going hard. I was really hoping they were exaggerated. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> shit. It's bad, y'all. Go look up. This bullshit jamboree was the moment Ben Wallace chose to launch a new bill protecting the UK from government disinformation. Coffee said Tory men do not have particular problem with sexual harassment. It's a pity she hadn't been able to make it to court to defend the other conservative MP convicted sexual assaulter, Charlie Aplick, or conservative M 
or a conservative MP convicted of sexual assaulter, convicted sexual assaulter Imran Ahmad Khan, or conservative MP Mark Menzies, who paid a male Brazilian escort for sex and asked him to procure a load of meth. Or conservative MP Mark Garnier, who admitted referring to his secretary as sugar tits and instructing her to buy sex toys for him. Or conservative MP Stephen Crabb, who texted a 19-year-old he just interviewed for a job, inviting her to meet him for sex. Or conservative MP Brooks Newmark, who sent sexually explicit messages to party workers. Or conservative MP Andrew Griffiths, Griffiths who sent 2,000 explicit messages to two barmaids in just two weeks. God damn, 2,000 messages? Explicit? Damn. Or conservative MP David Davis, whose senior aide described as a sexually inappropriate misogynist. Or conservative MP Damian Green, who resigned after being too handsy with an activist half his age. Does conservative the, mean the same thing over there that it means over here? Is this essentially like I mean, the Republican so. Party doing this? Because that makes it so you much You know, the Republican important. Party be the only ones to be caught with them boys with bags in the damn... Yeah. In the islands and the ones that be having them girls that done got pregnant that had to get abortions and shit. But like meanwhile, they, be yelling from the rafters. Yeah. Homosexuality is wrong. No abortion. Al Franken. Al Franken was a, a liberal who I don't know if what he did was enough for what happened, but the outcry from the Republicans was big enough. Or the unnamed cabinet minister who invited his secretary to come and feel the length of my cock. Or another who grabbed a journalist and said, God, I love those tits. Or conservative da MP Daniel Kobzinski, who urged a communist researcher to go on a date with a wealthy donor, donor older than her father, who she already had rejected three times. She called it a sleazy in the extreme. Or conservative MP Robert Gale, who, Sir Robert Gale, who said female journalists subjected to sexual assaults were just wilting flowers and that women were mainly responsible. Or Boris Johnson himself, who managed to grope both journalists, Charlotte Edwards, and another woman at the same lunch. Almost done. Clearly, Carrie Antoinette was prepared to overlook that and also overlook Pincher. She had openly questioned his appointment as early as 2017. Caroline Noak said that she'd seen Pincher hammered at work twice in the same week, reported it, and had it had been ignored. She claims male parliamentary staff had been warned to steer clear of Pincher. BBC journalist Nick Robertson said Pinterest behavior was so infamous around Westminster that even the dogs in the street knew about it. <laughs> Damn. Former whip Mark Harper said we cannot go on like this, but we, hey, but we are. And to prove it, um, deranged ukulele enthusiast and follicular fire hazard Michael Fabricant rocked up claiming, claiming, astonishingly, that if the prime minister has two weaknesses, one is believing you're innocent and two proven guilty, and the second one is loyalty. This will come as quite a surprise to all of his betrayed previous wives and mistresses. Fabricant went on to suggest Chris Prencher is the real victim here rather than all the recipients of his multiple sexual assaults. A Tory MP told the phone and radio talk show LBC, we're eking out the final hours and days of this government. We aren't talking about weeks or months. Peter Bone, MP and child's drawing of their vampire granddad, <laughs> said none of this was important because nobody had even heard of Chris Pincher or Barbara Streisand. In other news, the government's stern memo ordering COVID to stop doesn't seem to have worked. Cases rose 30% in a week, 
In response, the Tories cut sick pay for NHS staff who are off work with COVID, which is obviously obviously sane. The government began considering 50-year mortgages that your kids will have to inherit, making it impossible for your kids to own a home because they're too busy paying for yours. Johnson's 2019 election claim said that he built 40 hospitals and now facing an official investigation on the grounds it was significantly misleading under electoral law. This is because they're actually building just five hospitals. The science minister said Britain was becoming a science superpower. A, over 100 grants to UK scientists were then immediately suspended because our government got bored with its own Brexit and voted to break its own legally binding commitments under international law. The constitutionally slack brained Liz Liz Truss tweeted a complaint that Beijing had abandoned its legally binding commitments to Hong Kong. And then finally, Nurse Ratchet, Nurse Ratched prototype Pretty Print Patel condemned the move for universities to create safe spaces as wokeism. Bro, this sounds just like the goddamn conservative party over here. Yeah. That's all I'm like. It's conservative mean the same thing because that just sounds like Republicans. It sounds like Republicans. So finishing his letter, since all this happened, members of parliament have been quite quitting the posts that our prime minister appointed them by the dozen, often making public remarks along the lines of that intermittently spasming bucket of bubbling fuck batter can't run a government or a country and keeps making me tell lies to the press that are so obviously bullshit that I can actually see the journalists I'm talking to start to feel sorry for me. He's currently being visited by individuals every hour from his own power party, each stopping by to say, bruv, you should quit the job. You're well shit at it. Then going away again like the ghost of Christmas past stuck on repeat. Then that paused so he could get him put in front of a regulatory committee and told off for a few hours about how bad he is at running a military. That's all for now. Thanks for the response to our last mail. There's always buckets of activated indium at those coordinates. So while I hadn't known if you read them out on the podcast, it's not a problem that they're out there. Once I get my brain out of the politics hole, it it finds itself in. I'll chime back with my comedy thoughts. And just to remind you guys, following from the last episode, if you need to get out of the U.S., you've got both contacts here. We'll happily give you a place to crash help getting on your feet for some mad reason. The U.K. seems like a safe bet, Michael. Oh, Michael. Uh, well, go ahead. <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time. I'm so serious. I would move. I really would. I don't really, I mean, I don't really have a reason not to. <laughs> like, other than I would need to make sure I would be able to, like, get a job where I would be able to take care of myself, I would fucking renounce my citizenship to this motherfucker easily and just come back and visit the people that I give a fuck about. But, like, I would. I don't think so. I'm staying. No. They can't. Like, for good. I come visit, but, like, like I was like, my my fucking ancestors did here. My my granddaddy over here. You know what I'm saying? Like I know they treating us crazy still, but this shit gotta come to a head. When all these fucking baby boomers in politics die, shit gotta change somehow. I don't know. A civil war gonna come up. I don't want to be here for that shit. Like I don't want to be here for that. Look, I'm gonna be inside playing the game. I don't know what anybody else gonna be doing. I, I don't know how a civil war really gonna look. I feel like a civil war today gonna look different than a civil war back then. I don't think it's gonna be no north versus south type shit. I just think what it is is the civil war is in politics now. I think the civil war is gonna take place through legislation. You know, ain't no motherfuckers finna get out here with no damn guns fighting each other. I ain't. I'm playing the game. I'm not finna goddamn. I ain't getting no gun. I ain't finna figure out that shit. I'm gonna let the white people, the white liberals, can fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They can have it. I just, I would gladly watch it burn 
with the because rest the of the Because the Civil world. War ain't going to just be about black and white. You know what I'm saying? The Civil War now is about political political leanings. You know what I'm saying? It's people who are going to be fighting on the liberal side because they want to be able to breastfeed on the park bench. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't just black and white shit. We want slaves. It's, it's different shit. So, there's a lot of people who who would wage that, that war that don't need me on this motherfucking front line is all I'm saying. I ain't going. I'm playing a game and I'm cooking me some fucking good food. Watch that shit on TV. <laughs> Unless they pull me to it. But I swear to God, I ain't going to die. I'm going to kill a lot of motherfuckers. That's how I feel. <laughs> they make me fight. They're going to pay, goddamn. Um, appreciate the letter, Michael. Also, um, Leon got married. So tell Leon congratulations if you talk to him. If oh, I don't yeah, know if y'all talk that frequently. I saw it on the Facebook yeah. on the book. If you if, if Leon happened to listen to this episode, congratulations on your nuptials. If not, then if you don't mind delivering that message, that'll be fantastic. Thanks, Michael. For the letter. All right. That's the letters. You got yeah. what you got. So again, still picking assholes to see if we agree. Um, as far as the Reddits are concerned. I want to do this one because I don't really understand what one thing has to do with another. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't read these. I read the, the title. So when I read it, I was like, how is that going to... So am I the asshole for refusing to get my son a car because of his weight? You gonna make him walk to lose? What? Like what? What is? What does his uh, weight have to do with buying him a see. car? Let's see what's happening. Uh, there's a bunch of edits to this too because I I think people really got at him <laughs> about whatever it is. So, all right, <clears throat> I have three kids: a 16 year old girl, a 19 year old boy, and a 24 year old boy. I raise them to be fit and healthy. How you raise somebody to be fit and healthy? <laughs> Bro, this nigga's miserable. <laughs> I raised them to be fit and healthy, but sadly, my 19-year-old son gained a lot of weight after leaving secondary school with bad grades and struggled, and he struggled to keep a job. He is not hugely overweight, but it is upsetting me as I was always careful with their food and taught them to make healthy choices. Wow. You must have been great to grow up with. Um, I bought my 24-year-old son a car for his 20th birthday, and I promised to do the same for the 19-year-old, but only if he was able to lose weight and keep a job. He claimed these conditions were unfair because 20, the 24-year-old didn't have to do anything for a car, but he kept himself fit and moved out of my house at 18, so he was not a financial drain on me at the time. He accepted the conditions in the end. The reason I added a weight loss requirement for the car is just for extra motivation for him. He is 5'11 and 210 pounds. That's not big. <laughs> he's almost six feet tall and he's 210. That's not big. I know it is not morbidly obese, but it is awful seeing him gain all this weight when he used to be so skinny. He hates his appearance and wants a girlfriend, but he is not confident. Maybe this is not PC these days, but I don't believe in body positivity. And I think if you're overweight, you need to lose weight as soon as possible. I'm worried he will develop a food addiction and get even bigger. The car will make him walk less and make fast food even more accessible. And that is the last thing he needs. I just, wow. Anyway, 
This was six months ago and his birthday is next month. The attempts to lose weight don't last long and I think he is down 10 pounds at most. However, he has managed to get and keep a job for the last three months, which is great, but it's still not very long and he is still lazy playing video games and eating too much. I told him last night I wasn't going to get him the car for his birthday, but he could maybe have the car in another six months if he managed to put serious effort into fixing his weight problem and being more healthy and managed to keep the job. He's very upset with me and locked himself in his room. He feels that the 24-year-old is the favorite and he is treated unfairly. This is not true, but unfortunately, the 24-year-old has a drug problem. Wait a minute! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I was not expecting. 24-year-old has a drug problem, and I've had to bail him out of situations and sent him to rehab twice. This is very expensive, but rehab was a life or death thing. A car isn't. He said that I think being a crackhead is fine, but being fat isn't. But that isn't true at all. I care about both of their health, and being fat will cause serious health problems in the future, too. But crack won't? I... Am I the asshole here? I feel bad for upsetting him, but at the, this moment, I think a car would do more harm than good. He hasn't stuck to the conditions we agree and improved his unhealthy lifestyle. You're worried about the wrong thing, my guy. <laughs> this is a man? Um, I don't know it, why in my head I was thinking this was a woman. I was thinking it's a man, but they don't really say. I, I would say that I assumed it was a man because of the buying cars. Women usually, single moms aren't in the, like, I don't know, money-wise, like him just buying cars and shit. I, I don't know why I just assumed it was. I assumed it was a woman. I guess it don't. Mm. Oh, it is a woman. It's a woman. Oh, okay. Uh, in one of the edits. Um that gets clarified ma'am <laughs> first of all the damage that you've done to all of these kids and i'm not surprised that they're all having problems because i'm sure that the daughter's having issues too the 24 year old on drugs the 19 year old sounds depressed and instead of you recognizing that maybe he's depressed you're just like pressing him about this weight thing which you've done their entire lives and it's already difficult during adolescence for you to like have body, you know, be positive about your appearance, you're comparing yourself. And now you, not only do you have yourself comparing yourself to everybody around you, but you go home and your mama telling you that you fat and you need to lose weight and you've done this to them their whole entire lives. Ma'am, you are such a huge asshole that I don't know that I've seen a bigger one. <laughs> I feel like this is the worst one <laughs> that I've ever read because of the day. Like, you admit that he's not obese. That I it's so problematic. What kind of trauma do you have to have for this shit? <laughs> because this is a trauma response. Like you were so afraid that your children would get fat that you made your whole life plan revolved around them being fit and lean. And when your child gained weight, but not even in this uh, significant proportion, just he getting bigger than he was before, you're trying to apply consequences to him for that, to get you're back more in shape. Concerned about that than the one that's on drugs. Because she the reason that motherfucker on drugs. 
Motherfucker didn't have no regular candy, so he went to go get some goddamn nose candy. He couldn't have no regular sugar, so he went to go get some booger sugar. That's how that shit worked. Oh, oh fucking crazy ass parent. You're unhinged, man. Like I and has no clue no. why what she doing is problematic. Come the fuck on, man. So edit one. Clarifying a few things is what she called it. I have asked him about therapy. He is not interested. Not from you. Not not any, because you probably would send him to like Food that like what what you would get for him is not what he would need. What, so I, I, listen, not only that, but if a parent, if a child came to me, first off, if you bought your child to me for therapy and told me the shit you telling Reddit, <laughs> I'm gonna be like this. Okay, that's what we'll work on. And then once once she leave, I'll be like, look, I clearly know that you got greater problems with your mama, so let's lay those out because. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so because the child ain't going to adopt what your problems are. And as a parent, you can't just come in there and say, hey, work with my kid on this. No, kid can use their own voice to tell me what's going on and then we can work from there. I'm not just going to take your word for the shit. She said, at the time I bought the 24-year-old the car, I was not aware of his drug problem and he was employed. You aren't aware of his drug problem because, again, you're concerned about the wrong fucking shit. So any signs that you would have known that any other parent would have noticed about their kid, long as his ass is skinny. Hell, the drugs might even have made him even more skinny, depending on what drug he uses. So, of course, you wouldn't notice because you're worried about the wrong fucking thing. Uh, my concern with obesity and body positivity is about health. I don't think fat people should hate themselves. Bitch, goodbye and good day. <laughs> Ma'am, I can't. Um, edit number two. Wow, this blew up and now my comments are buried. Please stop making silly comments like she doesn't care about drug addiction as long as he's skinny. You have no idea how wrong that is. My son's drug addiction has ruined our lives for the last three years and I did literally everything I could financially or otherwise to help him stop. Now I have no choice but to just detach myself from his addiction. People have asked if I set a goal for the 19-year-old's weight loss. The goal was a healthy weight, and he is not near that. He gained 45 to 50 pounds in the last two years, and he told me he wanted to lose it all, ma'am. Like, the narcissism. Like, you just made your kid's drug problem all about you. Like, oh, it ruined my life, and it was so difficult for me for the last three years, and it was a financial drain on me. Like, this is why he was on the drugs. <laughs> Because what he did was he met a new group of friends. He got there, and then the conversation of parents started coming up, and he was like, man, yeah, my mama been all this bitch. She wouldn't let us do nothing. She was so infatuated with our weight. I feel like if I gained any weight, she won't accept me because that's how she treat my 19-year-old brother. And so I have to be under these irrational standards just to maintain this weight that I don't really care about, but I know that if I don't care about it, she going to treat me a certain type of way. And they're like, bro, 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 bro. Here, here, sniff this. <laughs> <laughs> He did one of them shits and was like, life is so much better right now. Beginning of the fucking rest of your life problems. That's what happens. That's what happens. Parents, if you out here listening, if you're listening and you got them create these irrational expectations and standards for your children, then at some point that shit's going to blow up in your fucking face. And it may not even be your face that it blow up in. It may be their face. Because you didn't set them up for success. 
get the only thing you gave a fuck about was they wait. What other lessons were you teaching them? What else was you teaching them? Um, She's saying that his son, her son, ain't uh, ain't confident when it comes to women. Of course not. You, the main woman in his life, been telling him for the last fucking two years that he goddamn need to do something about his weight. After spending a whole life making sure they know that they waited something that's supposed to be important. Listen, you don't have to support the body positivity movement. You don't. But you you can shut the fuck up. <laughs> like that that'd be the problem with motherfuckers. It's like, uh, I don't support the body positivity movement. Then why do you even mention it? Worry about your weight and just be disgusted with big people in your head and move on. The problem is you do got a fucking problem with it because the only people who say that shit are people who got a problem with it. Everybody else just don't acknowledge it because it don't really don't make a difference to them. You know, that's what makes it hard about like with Lizzo, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. It's uncomfortable in society for people to see big folks doing shit and being confident in their bodies. But it's like not everybody has the significant level of control. Not everybody lives in a place where they can get fresh vegetables and shit. A lot of people live in food deserts. America really don't make it, it affordable to eat healthy consistently on enough basis in <laughs> order for you to maintain a healthy weight. You know what I'm saying? And so people who are people who are big and just exist, it that's not letting the world know that it's okay to be big. Like people, regardless of what their size are, what their height is, they deserve a chance to feel good about themselves. They just do. And if a motherfucker has found the ability to find to look at themselves in a positive light based on something that society don't accept. It's like the problem is y'all just can't accept that shit. That's the problem. You just can't. And, and that's the problem to me. This kind of mama is a problem. She did one more edit. What'd she say? A lot of people here are hell bent on misunderstanding me. I love my kids and I don't want to give them body image issues. Too late. What the hell? <laughs> Too late. I guess I have been overly focused on his weight issue due to my own past eating disorder and fear that he will become unhealthy in the future and I will have failed both of them. I decided, the to, I decided to get him the car if he is still at his job by the time of his 20th birthday in a month. I'll still do my best to help him lose weight if he wants that, but I know he has to be self-motivated to do it. If he wants to focus on his health, he can decide that for himself. He has a doctor's appointment soon. Maybe hearing it from the doctor will be better than for me. And the doctor ain't going to say what you've been saying, so I hope don't don't get your hopes up because he's not morbidly obese. So, like, the conversation you think he's going to have with the doctor, he not. <laughs> um. Thank you to those who wrote out helpful comments. I'll be getting therapy for myself to go through these things. You should have been did that probably before you even had kids, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Because the thing about it is, it's lovely that you um, are figuring out now that your behavior has been problematic. These kids are grown. Like, this is years of you doing this shit. Like, you going to therapy now is cute, but... The damage has been done. You got a son on drugs. You got a son that sounds like he's depressed. And that's what that sounds like. Him not being able to keep a job. Him having no interest in doing things. The weight gains. All of that sounds like depression to me. And considering that you're his mother and what you just said, I, I would be depressed as fuck too. 
and again who knows about the other child you didn't mention her but i'm sure she is it a girl yeah you got a 16 year old daughter imagine how that 16 year old feels like being a girl a teenage girl is already difficult enough and you already have all of these body image issues even if you have like the most supportive parents ever so i can't even imagine where that 16 year old girl that's living in your house is like you just talked about the shit that you did with the boys but like you do i'm sure she's been doing the same thing to that girl and she's 16 like the damage that you've done is not irreversible but it is bad like fuck that's i just I don't even know. People were like, people would start writing. It was like, I started writing, but it was just so much that I had to just stop. Like, you're the asshole. That's the basis of Because <laughs> there's so many problematic things throughout this fucking thing. Like, man, like I said, I feel bad for the kids, especially the 16-year-old girl who she didn't even mention, but is probably having all kinds of issues because it's already difficult enough at that age you're already like are hard on yourself and having a mom at home who's saying the shit that this lady probably saying my god Woo. that one was definitely labeled right <laughs> without a doubt an asshole my goodness like people look if you have trauma you got to get that shit straight for you still having these children because it will impact them if you don't manage that shit you don't handle that shit you ain't in a good place with this shit you're just going to perpetuate this onto your kids is which is exactly what she's done because she didn't manage and, and do what she needed to do for her own eating disorder situation so now you just didn't made all your kids have the same fucking problem <laughs> oh good lord i wish people I wish parents had to read a developmental book before they got them had kids or after they had kids just so they know what the hell kind of problems they can cause. It's like you post this shit on Reddit after your kids are grown asking if you did wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you should have did that shit 20 years ago. Yeah, really. Somewhere. Because now, I mean, you're talking years of damage, years of what you eat being monitored years of being ashamed if you ate more than what she like i can just i can't even imagine what growing up in that house was like with a mom that was super hyper focused on like food and because teenagers kids like to eat they like to eat junk they like to like i can't oh man yes ma'am she's the asshole um let's see I had this one the last time. I still just want to read it because I'm like, what, uh, who are you to say this? It's, am I the asshole for telling someone they are dating way out of their league? Who are you to determine that? First of all. So I feel like this will be another one that is obvious. We had, uh, we had one like this recently, didn't we? No. Um. Well, I read the title, but we didn't choose it. Oh, this the same one? It's the same one. Okay. That's why it sounds familiar. We didn't do it. But I wanted to know, like, what makes, one, what makes them think that this person's out of somebody's league? And, like, again, who are you to determine it? 
You don't get to determine it. Um, I have this coworker who constantly goes on rants about how she's such a great person, how everyone she tries to date ends up cheating, lying on her. She becomes obsessive over these people and how they wronged her to the point that she's been banned from someone's place of work for harassment. Damn. It's one thing to feel hurt and dwell in a relationship, but she's doing way too much. <clears throat> Here's the thing. had a tickle in my throat, Sarah. She's 31 and a single mom. Nothing wrong with that, but she's also horrible with finances and has reoccurring trips to her mom's couch for evictions, car repossessions, etc. Dead-end job, no college, tech school, no military, legit has nothing, has done nothing with her life. Doesn't eat right, never works out, etc. It's not anything for her to leave her kid with her mom all day while she's out finding her mate. The thing is, she keeps trying to date people who are 10 times more established than her. I'm talking nurses, bank managers, investors, etc. And since we're all mid to late 20s, most of them don't have children. Most have done adulthood alone and have worked very hard to get where they are. She immediately falls in love with these people and will spread lies, harass them when they're not interested. She's genuinely confused since she believes she's the greatest thing to exist. She complained to me about one of my other friends playing her and I finally went off. I told her to leave these people alone and that nobody wants to date a broke single mom that has nothing going for herself. Damn. They didn't play you. You expressed interest and they said no. They worked their butts off while you've done nothing to improve your life and you're ridiculous in thinking you simply existing is enough. You bring nothing to the table but a smile, bills, and a kid. Half of them don't even want kids. What makes you think they want yours? You need to find someone that wants to date you and your situation and not chasing after people clearly not interested. She stomped off yelling that I'm an asshole and not to speak to her again. <clears throat> My manager saw her crying and came to me about it. She wants me to apologize for being mean, but I refuse. This woman doesn't get to just bully people when she doesn't get her way. And she's really embarrassed my friend at his job. Am I the asshole for telling a woman that she's dating way out of her league? <laughs> it depends. Yes, if this is a man, maybe if it's a woman. Why does that make a difference? Because he ain't do nothing but spit out Kevin Samuel talking points with that shit. <laughs> like, he always thought very little of this woman, regardless if that's the case, if it's a man. Because all of that shit he said was Kevin Samuel shit, every bit of it. <laughs> so I feel like it's more, I mean, it could be a woman that follows Kevin Samuels too. But I feel like it'll be more acceptable coming from a woman than it is coming from a man. Uh, oh, it's a woman. Okay, more acceptable coming from a woman. If this is if this if this was a, uh, but yeah, I think that I don't think she the asshole because it became personal. She was talking shit about her friend that she knew. She know this dude. Like I know this dude is my friend, and you coming around spreading lies and acting in a certain way it really invalidates your credibility now i don't think i would have used the words that you know they they too good for you you know what i'm saying I, the words you are conniving and <laughs> underhanded low down all of those things that would have been a better description of what's going on but you know 
the how good somebody is for you is based on what they what they believe. Um, the original post, she said, I'm a lesbian whom she expressed interest in almost immediately. I should have explained that. My apologies. I got her off of me, and then she simply targeted my friends in retaliation. The fact that she dates, needs both sexes, and still can't find a mate is telling enough. Um, so this is what I, I tell the folks, like I've had, I've had clients that will be like, you know, because they're, they're like struggling or they're in a, a place in their life where they're like having trouble, you know, they, they may have a mate that is doing better than them and they feel like, I, you know, I'm not good enough for this person. I'm not good enough for him. I'm not good enough for her. And what I tell them is you don't get to decide that. Right. Like everybody gets to decide what it is that they want to deal with and put up with. If that man or that woman knows what your lot in life right now is, they know all of these things that you got going on and they still want to be with you. That is their decision to make. You don't get to choose that for them. You don't get to say I'm too much for somebody else. They are the ones that decide that. And so if they are wanting to date you and interested in being with you and care about you, despite all of these things, then that's what matters. You can't tell them you're too much for them. <clears throat> they have to decide that for themselves. And these people have to decide for themselves. And it sounds like they do decide. They get with her. She sounds like she crazy. They see that and they leave her the fuck alone. She go crazy and start harassing them. But like they do at a point realize. And it ain't got nothing to do with her being a single mom or any of that other shit. She just sounds like a crazy bitch. <laughs> her being a single mom ain't got nothing to do with the fact that she doesn't take rejection well. That has nothing to do with being a single mother. Everything to do with her personality mm-hmm. specifically. So like the all of those things that the poster listed, those personal things about her being a single mom and her not you know, uh, being great with finance. All, none of that got shit to do with anything. It's the way that she responds when these people reject her, that's a problem and what the issue is. All that other shit is just what it is. But it sounds like the actual problem with her is that she flip out <laughs> when um, people aren't interested in her. So I don't, I mean, you know, it, it, you could have worded it better, but I don't know that I would just go full on and be like, you're an asshole for that. Like, meh. I mean, I her friend, the, the co-worker, the asshole, the in a lot of different ways. The, the and co-worker. so, should you be an asshole for saying that you're a single mother that nobody wants you? I mean, that's the exact problem that you've been describing. <laughs> nobody wants your ass. <laughs> oh, I mean, she just added a little more flair to it, and ain't like it shouldn't have been a surprise. Shouldn't have been a surprise. And if you do this shit after engagement, then you gotta be looking. You gotta be doing other crazy shit too. This, I want to do this one because I have tattoos and I just don't understand. <laughs> I have tattoos. I've actually been thinking about getting a new one, so I am a tattoo person. But this kind of shit that people be doing, and this is so. Am I the asshole for not tattooing my stepson's name on my arm with my kids' names? First of all. Mm-hmm. Who said you was the asshole? Well, let's see. It's a 36-year-old man, and his wife is 35. I have two kids from my first marriage, a nine-year-old boy and a seven-year-old girl. I have been married to my wife, I guess the current wife, for four years, and we have a one-year-old daughter. 
She has an eight-year-old son from her first marriage. The kids all live with us. My kid's mother has visitations one weekend a month. Her son's dad isn't involved at all. I have the names of my oldest two kids tattooed on my arm. I just recently added the name of my youngest daughter. My wife and I were talking about the tattoo, and she asked me if I'll tattoo my stepson's name in the same round as our daughter's. I told her I have no intention of tattooing his name. She was shocked and asked me why. I said, I only have the names of my children tattooed. She said, I am excluding her son, and he is a part of this family, too. I refused to tattoo his name and proceeded to only tattoo my daughter's name. Wife called me all sorts of things. Am I the asshole? Hell the fuck no. <laughs> Hell no, you ain't the asshole. If two things can be true at the same time, he is absolutely a member of this family that I will continue to care for and take care of, but he is not my son. <laughs> like, that's a, and then what if what if you cheat on me and leave and you take your son with you and I got this nigga name on my arm? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, my thing is, I don't think anybody else can police relationships when it comes to step relationships. For example, I think it's a child's choice to call a parent mom or dad if it's not their parent. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I think that is contingent upon how they perceive that relationship. So I think that if a stepfather was going to put his a, a stepson's name on it, it would have to be based on that relationship. You know, so I think a fair conversation from wife would be, I want you to think about over time putting his name on your arm. You know, I think that would be a lovely indicator that he is a member of the family and a value in your life. But I don't think that you ever have to do that outside of that relationship. Like, what if he a little fuck? What if that nigga like Ferguson from Clarissa Springs at all? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? I'm not going to put this motherfucker on my arm. Why would I do that? So the comments are saying he's an asshole because he's been a fa father figure to this child and that he's going to feel excluded if his name isn't tattooed. What, for a year? Um, Because they just, they got a one-year-old daughter. So no, how they've long would they get? They've been married for four years. But they four have years? a one-year-old. That still ain't enough time. That still and ain't enough time. The kid's eight, so he was four when they got married. Uh no. I don't I don't see it that way. So So that's what all of them I mean, I'm looking through the comments. All of them are basically saying that he's treating they wonder if he treats the son different in other ways because like the tattoo is not indicative of he like mistreats this fucking kid. Like that's a leap. <laughs> Just because he don't want to get the little nigga name tattooed on him does not mean that he treats him different and isn't as nice to him as he is to his bylaws. Like, that don't mean that. Like, let's not leap. Let's not take bounds. In four years, I mean, how involved is the other child's father? Does he come around a lot? Like, is the is his father not involved? Like, is, is this man the 100% caretaker of oh, his yeah, stepson? Oh, yeah, he said his, his biological dad's not involved at all. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, those things make a difference, but I, I just don't, I don't see him as being an asshole, and I don't think that that has to have it be an indicator of the uh, of how you feel about him or whether you're taking care of him or not, you know, because again, if that was the case, the conversation she had wouldn't be tattoo your name, my son's name on you. The conversation would be 
why you treat my son like shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think we can assume that that ain't the issue. You know, because she's just, this is an arbitrary thing that ain't necessary. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, first of all, I am not for tattooing people's names on you. <laughs> In general, like, if I had a kid, I would not get their name tattooed on me. I just wouldn't. I don't, that's not what I get my tattoos for. Um, if I had a kid that died, maybe, but like a living kid, just to have that shit, like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> no, no thanks. Um, hmm. I don't think he's an asshole for it. I mean, I get why he may not want that on him. And neither, I mean, is the kid even going to know? Like, are y'all going to make a big deal about this to the kid? That's another thing I was thinking about. Like, how is he going to know? Like, is a, did the kid have a problem with it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, or is this mama just, mama is jealous of the fact that he's doing this for his birth kids. And maybe, and, and it could be an issue with mama. It could be an issue that, like, okay, she might not care about his birth kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And to see their names tattooed on him is like, no, nah, we need to balance this shit out. You know what I'm saying? Put my kid on your arm too, motherfucker. I put your goddamn kids on your arm. Leave me <laughs> alone. <laughs> Just do what I want to do with my arm. Let me try to make that shit. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. That's uh, I don't know. It's not that deep to me. Um, if he's treating the child well in general. Like in and at an actual real life, then this tattoo thing is really don't really fucking matter. Um and <laughs> the last one, because I wish somebody would. <clears throat> she would. Uh that I'll do is am I the asshole for asking my girlfriend to go help out in the kitchen with the other ladies? What, nigga? You want me to do what? Excuse me? <laughs> Did you really just fucking say that? No. That's problematic. He's 30. Girlfriend is 39. My girlfriend, Laura, and I went to my parents' place for a family gathering yesterday night. My parents have weird, backwards, traditional views that women are wives and mothers before anything else. Girls in the family were taught to dress modestly and focus their energies on becoming a good wife to attract a respectable man. Now, he put all these things in quotation marks like he doesn't agree with it. Laura is a senior doctor. She is practically the polar opposite of my parents' worldview. She is pregnant at the moment, has made, made it very clear that she intends to go back to work as soon as the baby comes and wants me to stay with the kid, which I don't mind doing, and she makes more money than me. But we haven't told my parents this, of course. She always dresses elegantly, has her hair and makeup done to perfection, and lives in heels. My parents have repeatedly voiced their disapproval of her clothes and lifestyle, as well as the fact that she's older than me when the opposite is true for everyone else in the family. Now that the pregnancy has been announced, I warn Laura that there will be much more focus on us, especially as we're not planning to marry just yet, which they already disapprove of. Normally, what happens at our family gatherings is that the women stay in the kitchen, help them prepare the food, lay out the table and clean up after everything is done while the men hang out in the front room. So they the maids. The women are the maids. Get the fuck out of here. 
Laura has understandably never taken part in this tradition and prefers to just stay near me. However, I asked that she would just play along this time. Everyone is going to be talking about the pregnancy and someone is going to mention the fact that we aren't married. I feel like pushing the boundaries any further will cause a scene which nobody wants. Laura agreed and did the kitchen routine through gritted teeth. However, when we got in the car to go home, she was enraged. She said she isn't a fucking waitress and said, I have another thing coming if I'm expecting that from her in the future. I wasn't sure what to say to her. I took no pleasure in seeing her taking part in my family's weird traditions. It was just something to prevent them questioning her choices and lifestyle and how she chooses to live her life, to live out her pregnancy. It was to protect her. Am I the asshole? Yes. <laughs> because fuck your family. What? He's indoctrinated. There is no way on God's green earth that I'm going to become a senior doctor, a respected person in my career field, making bank, and you're going to relegate me to being a fucking waitress because I'm a woman. You can kiss all of my ass. Like, <laughs> like, How far would you go to participate in your partner's family traditions just for the sake of peace? Like, it depends on how, how uncomfortable it makes me. That shit, that I wouldn't do that shit. I'm not doing that shit. You wouldn't do that at all? No, I'm not doing that. Don't you already clean up? What? Don't you clean up? What you mean, don't I clean up? Clean up after yourself. I clean up after myself, not a bunch of grown ass men. <laughs> who just, Would so, you just so if he what if he was like you don't have to clean up just being there with the women if i don't like them i'm not sitting in there with them just for the sake of sitting in there they all right mm. <laughs> you wouldn't be as accommodating as you talking about it depending on how uncomfortable it make you you just you ain't gonna do the shit no way i mean i don't know you are you are a rebel to the system. That's you just gonna be like fuck the system. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this system. That's what's gonna happen. You're just gonna be like, are you telling me to do this, nigga? No. <laughs> oh, this is your family's tradition. Fuck your tradition. <laughs> I mean, let me see. Because well, no, I can't even say that. So we go to Huntsville for Thanksgiving every year. My aunt and my uncle host Thanksgiving every year. And the opposite is like my uncle is such a great guy. He 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 the one that's like going around making sure everybody like you need something, you want something to drink. Like my uncle's the one that does that. Mm -hmm. And so like with my family, it's not like the women in the kitchen preparing the food and shit. Like it don't work that way. Like my uncle's usually the one that's in there doing that. Like um and so i'm not used to that kind of a setup um i guess it just depends if if i'm if i agree to do it and i'm in the kitchen and y'all just in there hollering hey babe bring me a bit like just making requests and shit like you don't get your ass up and come in here and get this shit the fuck is what, what this ain't a restaurant i'm not your waitress like you better get your ass up like i don't know I don't know. <laughs> um, and the thing about it is, my problem with him doing this is that 
this is not going to make a difference, right? Like her doing this one time, they still have all of these other problems with her. So like, what's the point? How what's much should she take into consideration that her husband is a wimp that ain't standing up to his family? How much should that be considered into the situation? <laughs> like, what's more uncomfortable? Your husband standing up to his family in this way that's inevitably going to bring in y'all's not marriage and y'all's pregnancy or you being in the kitchen for this period of time. Like, I guess it's subjective on how much each person will be uncomfortable, but one of them is going to involve all of these systems and these conditionings and issues that's going to create problems with, you know, your husband. So it's clear somebody got to be uncomfortable. If you in here with me, I'm uncomfortable and this inappropriate conversation might come up. If you in there, you're uncomfortable. So how do you, I don't know who, who chooses that situation. I mean, in a conversation, it sounds like he meant he's communicated to her overtly about his family. Like she know about his family. She mm -hmm. know. So my question is, why would you even agree to go to this motherfucker family house at any given point in time? You should just never go to his family house. <laughs> if you know this is the case, and you know that he be on that, you know, uh, my family is my family shit. Why are you going over there? I feel I like mean, the solution think, is that she don't go to this shit no more. I don't think he would be okay with that either. His his thing is he doesn't want his family asking him uncomfortable questions and making comments. So if she don't go, he and he goes, he's still going to have to deal with that. It, probably times 10, they're going to be talking mad shit about her for not being there. But that's his family. That's his I problem. He, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think he would be okay with her just never going because of what it would mean for him. Well, he got to choose which discomfort he got to have he can live with. You know what I'm saying? Either I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do while I'm in your house because I ain't going to be uncomfortable and washing dishes for y'all motherfucking ass, or I'm going to be in there and you're going to fucking deal with the fallout of me with that shit, or I'm not coming. And you don't got to worry about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, don't worry about my presence. And it ain't like you ain't got to answer for this shit at some point, bro. Like, at some point, you're going to have to have these conversations with your family because your family be on that shit. Yeah. Just because it didn't happen on this trip don't mean that you in the clear. No, and it's just going to get worse when the baby get here. They're going to have all of these ideas about how the baby should be raised. You already don't want to tell them that you're going to be the one that's staying at home with the kid because, you know, that's already going to be a, a, a confrontational conversation as well. Like, why are you care so much? Like, if you care this much, then this ain't the woman for you. That's my thing. Like, why are you with her? If you knew that you weren't going to be able, because it's one thing, like, I don't give a fuck, Okay. So, like, if my family has some kind of bullshit-ass traditions that I don't agree with, don't want to do, I'm not going to do it, and I feel like they know me well enough to know what that's just red. She just going to do what she going to do kind of shit. But if you're somebody that cares about your family's perception and you care about what they think about you and your significant other, why would you choose this independent-ass woman to be with? This is what I be saying about you can want whatever you want. There's nothing wrong with whatever your preferences are. Want that. When the problem comes in is when you get something else and try to make it into this thing that you want it to be. If you know that you wanted to, you didn't want your family to give you no shit, you should have picked somebody that had more traditional values. 
pick a woman that's already there. Instead, you taking this woman who's nowhere near any of this and requesting that she become these things to pacify your family, which isn't fair to her. Like, this wasn't the woman for you. If you can't stand up to your family and say, this ain't how we're doing things in our house, this wasn't the woman that you should have been with anyway. You shouldn't have got with her. <laughs> like, that's just what it is. This was not a good match. Because this is going to forever be a problem. No matter what she does, because she's independent, and she, so she's not going, all of them traditional values and shit that they have, she going to buck all of that shit. And it's going to continue to be a problem. So, like, this is a situation where, I mean, I don't think they should even be together. They're here now. Got a baby on the way. I mean, shit, she, she, she can take the baby and leave. <laughs> she, it sounds like it, she would be just fine if they broke up and she went on by her, her business with her baby. <laughs> like, that don't sound like it'd be a problem. But... Mm-mm. This is going to forever be an issue. Like I said, this is one of those situations where I, I say, if you feel like women's place is this, this, and that, cool. Find a woman who also believes that, though. The problem comes in when you try to force that shit on somebody that don't believe it and don't want to do it. Because there are women that are there are women that still have a hold on traditional beliefs and want to be at home and, and would love to be in the kitchen, which are yeah, the women folk. They they would feel like they're being included. They love that. Find one of them women. Don't get this independent ass doctor ass boss bitch lady. <laughs> do that. <laughs> Why would you do that? That was never gonna work. Never gonna be a thing. It's problematic choices, man. Gotta be careful. Pick your poison. Pick your poison. Pick your partner, right? Let's go just find somebody who already what you need them to be. Instead of trying to get somebody that you're going to force into this mold that they're not. Don't do that. But people don't put that in there. Don't put that kind of energy into it. Got people to. meet each other and be like, man, it's been so long since I had some physical touch. And then they have sex early. And then they like how I feel. And they just keep on going without asking questions, without having conversations that they're supposed to have. And then at a certain point, it's like, damn, we've been too, together too long to just drop this shit. So let's try to make it happen. And then it'd be like, then they'd be like, what you do for a living? Oh, I'm a doctor. Oh, shit. I ain't know that. What you do for a living? I don't know. I'm probably going to be a stay-at-home dad one of these days. Or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. I make enough money for the both of us. Tell me about your family. Oh, they just a patriarchy-led, misogynist, and sexist system that, like, don't really fuck with women like that and anybody I don't ever about. No, they don't have no conversations. It just be like, hey, come home and meet my family. Motherfuckers in there chilling. They be like, okay, time for the women to go into the kitchen and wash the dishes. And she be like, huh? What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> now you got an argument. Now your fucking life will never be the same again. Gotta have these conversations, man. It would make things so much more simple and so much more easy if you just find somebody who's already what you need them to be. Exactly. Is there somebody out there that it, that's that? He could have found somebody with more traditional values and then he would have to worry about standing up to his family. Exactly. But that's it. Let's see. I don't hold on. Let me see how many minutes we into the podcast. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I don't have anything. <laughs> I got news. I got some news, some little news. 
Um, all right. Well, if you have a question, concern, uh, Reddit letter, whatever, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcallartist at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on our social media. Okay. You can get go for your news first. Um, I mean, I guess let's just get this out of the way. <laughs> Macy Gray. Mm-hmm. Macy Gray, which I was very surprised to see in the news because it's Macy Gray. Um, was doing an interview and she said that she doesn't she doesn't feel that trans women are women, and this led to, of course, an uproar as it usually does where um people were upset and calling her transphobic and all of these things um because of what she said and i don't disagree with her like and that's not to be disrespectful to trans women but trans women are trans women that's that's what they are they're not women they're trans women um there is a distinction there and i don't know why calling them trans women is a problematic thing or why it's like an issue or why it's like why are you transphobic for saying that well because i think you can just call trans women trans women without saying that they're not women i think you can believe that because the sentiments are anti-trans like it is and it go back to the body shaming thing the fact like you can literally just believe how you want to believe about those people and not have a rhetoric that caters to people who want to hate them so it's like either you feel that way about them too or you could have kept that to yourself like it's real hard to like parse that that line i think when it comes to communities that are trying to be more included in American dialogue. Um, I also think that there's a lot of nuance in the conversation of being women uh, because a part of it is political because there's a binary selection that trans women and trans men are expected to make. And if you leave it up to conservatives they would say no if you were born a man put man on check man on the box if you were born a woman check woman on the box so a part of it is as far as society goes we want to be able to choose the woman section the woman part so trans women are women choose that part if we're talking about the inherent experience that women who have been women since birth under a patriarchal system I'm not sure how many trans women are identifying with women in that sense. None of us do, because ain't nobody having a conversation. People are just taking that trans women or women at the surface and being like, no, you ain't. Well, this was in the context of a conversation about trans athletes competing in women's sports. So that, to give context to why she said it. But, but there's still no um what was the conversation i don't i don't know so she was basically saying that trans women shouldn't be 
participating in um women's sports. Yes. Because they're not women. But what 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 difference does it make? What do you mean what difference does it make? Because they're not overtly superior. Like trans women's testosterone and estrogen levels still be more similar. Like they are on the lower rung of competing with men in the context of their internal hormone systems. So what what difference do again this is the conversation that was going on with that swimmer who won? Yes. People were saying because it was a man, that's why they won. But the reality is she been getting her ass whooped in practice forever. She just happened to win and get ahead, have a good, good release, a good game that day. They also weren't dominating at any point in their lives. Like there was nothing special about them except they won. So the only answer to that was a trans woman always has to lose. Otherwise, if they win, it's only because they used to be a man and men are superior. That's not the case. It wasn't the case with that. And it's not the case with this. And trans women, there is not a mass epidemic of trans women just dominating in women's sports. They don't. They get beat by women. Uh, um, uh, uh, how many trans women are competing in women's sports? Like, what are the statistics of how many of them actually are competing? It's a lot of runners. Uh, well, a lot is relative. Uh, but it's runners and swimmers. It's a lot of trans women. A lot of that's, that's why we don't know the names. That's why we won't hear about them because they don't be winning. Also, there are um, there are people who were born with both organs. Um, what is it called uh, intersex individuals born with both organs mm-hmm. who have been excluded from both sports. Because of their genitalia, like sexuality is not so binary that well, it's this even... isn't about sexuality though. Or gender. Okay. Gender is not gender is not binary enough to to know. And again, because there are some women who have been deemed too masculine to participate in races, even though they were born women. Because they're because some women are born with higher testosterone. Like it, it's a scale. So what difference do it make if a trans woman that ain't superior at the sport, a sport, mind you, that nobody care about, nobody care about women's sports. People care so more so about the fact that there is a somebody that they deem to be a man pretending to be a woman participating in it. And again, for me, this just, it's just a nuance. This is a brand new conversation in our society, and people are taking very hard line stances on something that's really, really complex. It's annoying because this is never, an, again, this is just another issue that I feel like as a woman, I have to deal with that niggas don't. Because anytime these conversations are had about trans people in general, it is always trans women it is never trans men it is never a conversation about trans men and biological men and that it's never that like y'all don't have these these things it doesn't happen it's just another one of these situations where as a woman now i gotta like (laughs) 
So, so in the sentiment that you just stated, that has more so to do with the fact that men don't have to deal with something to women, but is it a problem with the trans community, you know, engaging with the idea that they are women? Is that the problem too for you? What? Like these are two separate problems. The problem you just said is like y'all get all the advantages, men, because y'all don't have to deal with shit like this. But what you're not saying in that is I have a problem with trans women claiming to be women. I don't like trans women claiming to be women because they're not women. They're trans women. Like, I don't understand why being a trans woman is a bad thing or a negative thing and why it has to be combined with woman. Like, why is it such a bad thing for it to be a separate category? I mean, again, society has determined that it's a bad thing. Like society won't ever acknowledge that thing as it is. And I don't know that's how, I don't know if that's how trans individuals look at it. I don't know if trans but see the way that I'm looking at it is okay. Society ain't letting these people in as trans women. And so the only so way we for them should to, just let them in the door as women and just deal well, with it. Again, that's what I'm saying. Are you saying that a trans woman can't put woman on the census or do they have to put man? I'm saying that there should be a added category for But because that category doesn't exist, what should trans women be advocating for in terms of what the selection on what we currently have should be? You don't have to answer. I'm just saying that's the nuance. I don't know the answer. Are you saying they should put man? This isn't about a form filling out a form though. It's but not that, that's, that's a very simplified view of like what the actual issue but is. But that form has practical other implications. It has implications for what bathrooms you go to. It has implications for the kind of jobs that you could be a part of. It has implications for a lot of different things that are practical existences. Labeling a trans woman as a woman for somebody that has an issue with them being trans doesn't make them have any less of an issue because you call it something else. Like that's like saying, okay, for us to have the respect that we need to get from white people, we're just going to start calling everybody white and they'll treat us as such. Trans women, if if people have a problem with trans, you can call it whatever you want. They're still going to have a problem with trans. Labeling it woman for somebody that has a problem with their existence is not going to make them be like, okay, well, they're, they're called women now. So we're just going to like live, so live and be live. Like you think, so if a trans person applied for a job and for the sake of, for the sake of the ease of this dialogue, because we know that there are some trans people that we can tell used to be of the other gender and that they change for the sake of this, it's hard to tell. When it comes to putting man and woman on that application and trans, you think if they put trans, if there was a trans slot on there that they filled out, that they would get that job more often than not in the society that we have? So can I just put white on my thing since I won't get a job if they see black? That don't work nowhere else. I can't do that as a black person because but, they would be more accepting see, of me if I checked white. But see, to me, that gets in a pre- into oppression Olympics. Clearly, they, there's different components to their struggle that gives them some shit we don't have, right? And yes, we have a certain level of issues with that too, because we can be seen, blackness can be seen from the outside. We got some problems that can't be reversed. 
We got some problems that can't be tended to or can't be helped. But because our problem is as it looks and we can't be helped with it, does it mean that nobody should get that thing if it can work in that system? So because they can blend, they should just be allowed to just... I'm not saying because they can blend. I'm saying that they have some problems that we don't have and we have some problems that they don't have. It's it just like that's the nature of all the oppressions. Some people have problems that we don't have, like saying that you can't have shit because we can't have shit or we don't have shit. That's that's not advocating for for those groups. Right now in, the, in, in our society, what black people do have is a lot more social capital than the trans community. It's a lot of progress that the, the black community has has had. Even though it still looked like shit, there's a lot of legislation and a lot of shit on paper that's supposed to tend to the black community. There's some shit that we have that protects us that don't protect them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like our journey as it pertains to the oppression that we've endured is at a certain place and theirs is at a different place. I'm just saying, I don't know what the answer is, but just a hard line y'all ain't women in a society that pretty much creates a binary of man and woman there has to be they have to be able to identify something and i feel like it's more wrong to say y'all can only y'all only have to identify as a man versus understanding the nuance of not having a middle identifier like you're of course i would like the society that you're saying that we should have for them to be able to identify themselves but we don't have that so what they supposed to do in the meantime? But again, why is this never a conversation about trans men? You you don't we don't have this conversation where trans men are trans men are not men, and we have to have all of these nuances. Cause it don't happen. Why? Why is that the case? Because nobody is afraid of what it means that if nobody is afraid of what it means if trans men can make the decisions that trans women can make. Nobody, no man is afraid if a trans man comes into a man's bathroom. But society is afraid of what their perception of a trans woman is if she comes into a man's bathroom or a woman's bathroom. Like it, it all plays into patriarchy. It all plays into the fear that men have. It plays into the inability for society to look at a trans trans woman and perceive them as anything other than a man because they ain't society ain't even perceiving them as a trans woman now you saying you can call them a trans woman but ain't nobody in society perceiving them as that society is just perceiving them as used to be a man that's it that's why like and and trans men ain't being killed at the rates that trans women are and that's because of homophobia a heteronormative society like men even trans men don't have the risks that trans women have as women have like it it's still two different things between trans men and trans women they still have two different existences so i mean that's another that's another situation that that's more so patriarchy than anything and again i don't even know if i should be in this argument i don't know if i'm supposed to be in this argument because i'm a man <laughs> you know and what I'm advocating for is for women to accept less because blah, 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 blah. But again, I don't think that what trans people is saying is 
we are the exact same as you women i well, think hold on because there has been situations what is that little child's name nikita drake there are, have been situations where trans people have said trans women specifically have said problematic things about women and basically how they are going to replace women or are better versions of women or like trans people have said some problematic shit about women do you feel like that is the the mass uh understanding I that i don't know but that's like a white person saying clarence thomas said this about for black people and that's how it is like you can't take one anecdotal or small group of people and apply that and say this must be what they think and and i really don't know if they think that way or not like that that's problematic like you don't want it, say what so it's not possible in your mind that there could be more transgender people that believe that i don't think transgender people as a community processes that shit like that like we're better than women or we're better than men who who is doing that that not better than men because again this ain't a conversation about trans men but i don't think nobody's processing that shit like that except them outliers it is like the 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 uh the the uh flamboyant gay people who are just out there out there who will take your man that's that's a, a outlier in the group it's always outliers in the group you're what you're saying is that this whole group of people think that they better than than i'm not saying that i think the whole group I'm well you're saying that, that you're not willing to well again people within the group don't represent the whole group it doesn't but it for me the fact that there are trans women that exist that believe that is even more of a reason like i just don't understand why it has to be all combined together. And I don't know how that's going to fix things. Because like I said, you can call it whatever you want, but somebody that has a problem with them is going to have a problem with them regardless of what you call it. And, and that's why. And that I'm same person who checks woman on the box and gets the job, if during the times that she's working there, they find out that she's trans, they're going to treat her the exact same way. And she may or may not be able to keep that job. Like that doesn't save you by not being upfront with it on the front end. It doesn't mean that, that if that comes out later, that it's not going to be a problem. That's not the answer. The solution is not to just hide it behind something else and hope that don't nobody find out. How is that the solution? Because that person could still get end up getting fired from their job. And she may know that she actually got fired because they found out that she trans. But if she had an at-will state, they don't even have to give her a reason to let her ass go. So how does that help? I guess it helps if they don't ever find out. But how is that a long-term solution? It may not be a long-term solution, but it's an answer to the binary choice that is currently given. And until our society meets up with the fact that there needs to be other options for people who have different experience in the common experience, then we won't know. Because in my mind, in my mind, 
if there was a third option, then they would take it. I don't think they would. Again, like trans, the trans community was arguing to have a bathroom that represents the trans community. If society really ain't gonna get along with going in either bathroom, I think they would use the bathroom that caused them less problems. This is an individualized experience. Like, I don't think the whole trans community is fighting more than their individual experience most of the time. They just want to be acknowledged as the way that they feel internally and be left the fuck alone. And, and yeah, there's some that's going to be loud and wrong as as it is with every group. To me, Clarence Thomas, as far as the black experience goes, is loud and fucking wrong. I'm not going to let nobody use him as the represent, representative of the black community. But there are a lot of Clarence Thomases, to be fair. And none of them are represented representation not, of the black community. But I'm just community. saying, it's not like he's one problematic person. There's a lot. You got being like, there's a lot of problematic ass black people that side with their oppressor because they feel like it's gonna make them get but, ahead or whatever. But, but should white people see that group of folks and apply? And, and and be skeptical about the common black people experience because of that. They do. But should they? They shouldn't, but they do. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, there's some trans people who got some problematic rhetoric, but they don't speak for the whole community. And I don't feel like I should look at them and be like, well, because you feel this way, you know, because you feel this way specifically, and I know it's another group of you exist. I can't be quite sure that all of y'all don't feel this way. I don't think that's the case. But is anybody else's prerogative to, to feel that way? I, I don't have a problem with trans women. Like I said, I think I would be completely okay with just an added blank that just says trans woman, because that's what you are. I mean, I agree. And I don't I, know why that's a problematic thing to say. But, but you're not saying what to do while that ain't happening, why we don't have that. I don't know. That, that's that's the dilemma. When I say it's nuanced, that's what I mean. I mean, their current existence ain't represented in the current way that we have, we exist in America. I mean, that, but with every group. So what was the, what did we do? before black people were recognized as like a group as actually a full ass human what was the interim what i don't know what you mean like you're saying that because there's not a solution right now that this is the best solution to just let them check woman before we were considered to be full citizens what was the interim for us going to try to vote anyway you just get your ass beat I mean, on paper, you can vote. You went down there and you had to take a test that rendered you unable to vote or you voted and they came to your house and they intimidated you. Like the interim wasn't pretty, but it was an interim nonetheless that was different than y'all motherfuckers ain't coming to the polls. I mean, there was an interim. There's one fucking pretty. It was fucked up. It was fucked up because society wasn't allowing that shit at the time. This shit changed eventually. 
It did. Eventually, the shit transitioned to, well, okay, well, you can go vote without getting your ass beat. You know, but this is the interim. This is the interim for them. But how is that going to become something else? If this is the interim by just concluding that they're men and women, why would it change? The something else is what you described would be the solution, which is acknowledging trans women and trans men as an identified group outside of men and women that can be accounted for specifically. Will That's that the solution. Happen? It is the solution, but will the solution happen? Or will it just become where they're just combined and stay combined? The only thing I can tell you is with politics as it is now, it ain't going to change. And so people are still going to advocate for something that gives them representation as they are. You know, the solution ain't to convince trans women that they are men and they need to go in the, the, the men's bathroom and they need to put uh, men on all the documentation, even knowing that if they go into a man's bathroom, they, the, the, the likeliness of violence toward them increases tremendously. And we know that. That is evidence-based. Our society ain't one that has an answer for what to do with the trans community. And until we get some solutions and some answers, trans women gonna be in danger. Because we live in a patriarchal society that ain't willing to accept this dialogue who ain't willing to figure out how to put this new space. It's, it's, it's patriarchal. They only see themselves as men and it's women. And if you don't look like an acceptable version of woman to me, you man. And we ain't putting that shit down on no piece of paper. That's what's happening. But again, if anybody listening got some trans friends, you know, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be in this this dialogue arguing in this way. I don't know. Okay. And and it feel weird to me because, yeah, I'm a man and I'm arguing for women to accept less women if, if that's the case, if that's how you perceive it. But I think the question is, how how does the trans community per perceive themselves as women? Because woman can't mean I got a uterus. You know, it can't mean that I will naturally birth a child. It, they, I mean, I feel like a reasonable understanding of trans existence. So is, what is women? People ask women that all the time. Women, women don't be answering that question properly. Like, it's no, it's a subjective term. It's a gender term. You look at women as it pertains to your biological sex, then yes, it's a very specific thing. But when it comes to gender in America, man and woman is 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 a role that's played. That's that's not finite. It changes all the time. So I, I don't know. I don't know what, again, I think the solution is what you said it is, but in a society that don't have that solution, I think working with what we got 
is what that this is what that looked like. IMO. But yeah. That's what it is. I got quick news. Um oh, Jalen Walker. Um if y'all don't know about Jalen Walker, Jalen Walker got shot by the police in Akron, Ohio, 60 times. He got shot at 90 times. And the justification they used to shoot him was while they were on a car chase with him, he shot out of the car once. Now, I don't know if you knew this, but he shot out of the car, took the magazine out of the gun, and took the bullet out of the chamber and set it on the passenger seat. I think this was a suicide by cop. It could be. I think this was suicide by cop. I think fortunately he, he knew that this was a real easy way to do it, being who he was. I think and it's crazy because like you can be so aware of what you can do that will get that will have the police shoot you that you could just play him like a fucking fiddle. And and you know we keep getting closer and cl- it's like the the universe is trying to make us get closer and closer to understanding the difference between how the police treat white people and black people because on the fourth of July the there was a shooting and that dude white guy not only did he have his gun on him he had already shot and killed people where Jalen Walker was on a car chase shot out of the car got out of the car with no weapon was running away reached down to pull up his pants because he was running and they indicated that that was a threat to them and eight different officers shot 90 times shot 90 times based on a gunshot that was made 20 minutes prior 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 to that moment like come the fuck on man like how long ago did you have to shoot for cops to be like oh he's a danger it's like it's like they already know that they're gonna execute a black person when this shit go down. It's like they already know. And like, why isn't there like a point shooter when it's like more cops coming on? Why don't they just have one cop that's gonna shoot? Like they literally unleashed their whole damn rounds on this man and was still shooting him on the ground and handcuffed him after after all of that. They put handcuffs on the man after all of that. Listen. These are the reasons that, like, if I get an option to move, <laughs> I would. Um, because nobody said it can happen. I don't need this shit. I don't know when the next. I don't know when that shit gonna happen. I don't know. I don't know when, because when I get pulled over by a police officer, it ain't never been no bad experience. But I don't know when I'm gonna get pulled over by that police officer that's having a fucking bad day, that's already damn near racist. Who a black person the day before done shot his partner or killed his partner. And now I'm finna get all of the heat from that. And I got to be on my fucking best behavior. Because don't let them run into me while I'm having a fucking bad day. I don't why we gotta do why do we have to deal with that shit? And they all got paid leave. Of course they did. They all got paid leave. After they just shot them, like that seems preposterous to me. Just talking about ninety times, he got shot at ninety times, hit sixty. 
What the fuck? Do these niggas not understand what bullets do to people? One or two of them? One bullet will put you down. So, that's fuck shit. Another thing, uh, a pregnant woman in Texas, just so y'all know how this shit is finna start rolling. Um, You know the Hove lane? HOV lane. So fucking funny. Yeah, I saw that. Pregnant woman gives HOV ticket. Giving HOV ticket argues that the fetus is a passenger. Post. Because that's what y'all say. Y'all say that the child is a it's a person. These the people. These are the people though that are going to start showing a lot of folks how wild this shit is. How wild this shit is. Like it doesn't. These people are. I don't. I can't believe how many stupid people there are. Ah, my God. It just make my head hurt when I just think about how many people are stupid out here. What do you mean? This woman is clearly stupid. Like, she is... She knows that the baby don't count. I think I she think was so. making a point about... Well, even if she is, even if she is, I think that there are people out here who would make that argument. Make what argument? The argument that there's two people in the car. Well, I th- again, I think it's just if if the state, the government wants to say that from conception that this baby is a child, because it's like you can't file fetuses on taxes and none of that. So I think that was the point that she was making. Like, y'all don't want to count it for nothing else but this thing. Oh, like it, it counts really for everything. Else. Huh? I ain't read the article. No, I, she knows. So but. I guess she could be a. Uh, uh pro-choice person trying to make a point that's what i took it as and i thought it was hilarious because it's she right like y'all don't want to count them for nothing else no taxes no nothing 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 they don't count for anything other than this abortion shit everything else is not a person (laughs) Hmm. for this one thing i just took it i just took it as she's a liberal i mean a, a conservative that really deeply believes that shit I didn't take it as that. I think she, I thought she was trying to make a point, which I thought was hilarious. It don't really identify in this article either. <laughs> Brandy Batone. So, uh, according to a spokeswoman for the Texas Alliance for Life, uh, although the penal code in Texas recognizes an unborn child as a person in our state, the Texas Transportation Code does not specify the same, and a child residing in a mother's womb is not taking up an extra seat. And with only one occupant taking up a seat, the car did not meet the criteria needed to drive in that lane. They, like, actually released a response. <laughs> That's what's stupid to me. That person, not Amy. Amy's hilarious to me. I thought she was just making a point. If she really believes it, then that's a, it's problematic. But I took it as she was making a point of, oh, y'all say it's a baby. It count. Then it count for everything, including this car lane, this carpool lane. Yeah. Yeah. R. Kelly got 30 years. Good. I mean, I had nothing more to add to that. Somebody was asking um, another producer if R. Kelly's music. Oh, somebody asked Kurt Franklin if R. Kelly's music should be canceled, and he said it's complicated. Again, I said this before. I don't think that. I don't think that. Well, you know what? With R. Kelly, it might be different. 
Because, you know, with R. Kelly, I feel like he was singing to young kids. He was like, <laughs> I, so I don't listen to R. Kelly's music now. And it is not in protest of what he did necessarily. It's that because of what he did and what we know his mindset was, all of these sexual songs, it's hard to listen to and not feel like he was talking to a 12-year-old girl when he made them fucking songs. Like, it just, it, it hit different for me. So, like, I don't not listen to him in protest of what he did in his music and all of that shit. I don't listen to it because it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> because I do, it does seem like he might have been singing to some children. Pied Piper. Like, the fact that that is his nickname. Like, you know the story of the Pied Piper? Yeah. We talked about it on here before. Like, if that ain't telling enough. <laughs> that he would call himself the Pied Piper of R&B. Like, if y'all don't know the story of the Pied Piper, because I feel like we did that, it was a while ago, but essentially the Pied Piper was somebody who could play music and the, this town hired him to get rid of their rats because he could play the music and lure the rats away. So he did that and they didn't pay him. So then he came back and played music and lured all the children away from this town. <laughs> That's a punishment. Yeah. The German folklore. They don't fuck around. And so, you naming yourself after somebody that lured a bunch of children away from a village, you know, it's a little on the nose for me. Oh, wow. Early on in your career, you married a 15-year-old. Yeah. I mean, come on, bro. It's a lot. It's a lot. I Kelly need them 30. Um... Clarence Thomas is going around saying that COVID-19 vaccines contain the cells of aborted children. What the fuck did you even get that from, Clarence? Bro, Clarence, his wife? <laughs> he got that shit from Jenny. Jenny looks Because she is nuts. Like, what? Man. I the just... Supreme Court is not, is not an effective system anymore. No. If it was ever even effective. Uh, no, I was going to say, when was it? It's not effective now. And that shit can go to hell. Did you see that video of the sheriff and the police officer fighting about a stop? Mm-mm. You need to see that shit. I'm a, it was in Georgia. I think the city police officer had pulled somebody over and the sheriff, like, stopped. And they have a back and forth <laughs> fucking argument. <laughs> about whose stop it was and they got these heavy country accents and one of the both of them are white but one of them calls the other one a boy he's i'm not your boy <laughs> damn oh all over a traffic stop yeah send me the link i have to it's fucking hilarious trash the countryness of it that's what made it funny and like i said because they're both white even white people don't like being called a boy down here in the South. That's not, you know, you don't want to be called a boy. And uh, I hate your boy. <laughs> Let's get that straight right now. <laughs> Damn. It's don't It's really funny. Anyway. Oh, you got any more news? Um, no. Nicki Minaj's uh, husband 
sentenced to probation and electronic monitoring because he didn't register as a sex offender. You have to do that every year for the rest of your fucking life. You just got to do it, bro. Sorry, buddy. You just got to fucking do it. Shouldn't have been messing with them underage girls. Like, register. Just because you married to Nikki does not mean that that shit does not apply, sir. You still have to register. And uh, I think that's it, yeah. That's all I had. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.